Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the Baby Bowl 2020, the playoff edition. Rob, I have to bring you in here really fast because we have we are joined by a guest. And I don't know if we're going to have internet connection problems or what. I kind of anticipate some of this stuff happening. So far, so good. So, But let me bring in Rob at Norton0723, the daddy of the Baby Bowl himself. Hey, Wes, how are you doing tonight? I am doing fine. And, and, and uh, Rob? We are pleasure. We we talked about doing some things in this, you know, after the season was started and stuff uh, about what we would do maybe in the off season a little bit to kind of keep some of the baby bull stuff going on, you know, the chatter going on. And one of the things we talked about doing was having some of the people who were in the chat rooms the entire year on the baby bowl. And, and you know, we, we don't want to exclude anybody. We don't want to necessarily say that we're going to be able to do all that all the way through. But one of the names that popped up in our conversations was our winner of the Baby Bowl last week, so we can cross him off our list. That's that's true. He's uh he's been active all year and he's um been doing well all year. Now and and he and he almost won one week before. I don't. I, I, let me bring him in because I want him to remind me of how close he was to joining us one week before. Uh, not one week before, but a week before during the contest. Juan Sayens. Am I saying that right, Juan? Oh, you nailed it. Did I really? Sayens. Yeah, you did it. Wow. And okay, so let me try your Twitter handle at Science Ohana. Yes. Wow. Look, Rob, how do I do that? I can't remember who the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills is, but I can remember Juan's <laughs> last name and I can pronounce it right. I don't know. Crazy. It's, it's a gift. Always wrong. <laughs> well, I, I probably got lucky that time. My wife probably helped me out along the way, Juan. But congratulations on winning the baby bowl, buddy, Ro. Man, I made it finally. So stoked. <laughs> I know you said in our chat earlier uh, between you, me, and Rob that that you were so excited to be on the show. You've been waiting to get on the program. You listen every week, and Rob, you told me before the show, Rob has been a huge help to you, not only this year, but in years past. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can mess with that guy anything, and he always gets back to you. Even if you're playing against him, he'll still give you some info. So all the time, he helps us out, helps me out. And then I relay stuff to my friends too around here, so it's been helping more than just me. <laughs> and you can always you can always message Rob on Twitter at Norton zero seven two three. You can get a hold of me as well at Loafinit on Twitter. And don't forget to follow the show and the Fantasy Impact Today Network at FI Today with a little underscore. And you can follow the winner of the Baby Bowl the first week of the playoff, the wild card round. Juan Sands. Sands. I'm going to butcher it the whole time now. Oh, you <laughs> messed it up again. No. <laughs> At S A E N Z Ohana. That's how you. That's how you spell that. Hey Juan, I got. I got. I don't. I don't have a lot of friends in Hawaii. Surprisingly enough, I don't have a lot of friends anyway. Probably, but I had to ask you some questions about Hawaii. Okay. Yep. All right. So you ready? And and what do you 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 have a food truck? Yeah, I own a. It's a breakfast food truck, and I do. Uh, I do breakfast, everything from scratch, and it's pretty much uh, traditional breakfast. Our big seller is uh, eggs Benedict. Mm-hmm. Which I make the muffin, the sauce. I mean, we literally do everything from scratch in this truck. Do you, I, I picture this parked down by a beach? Is that uh, where you have it? No, I'm actually in a medical clinic parking lot. <laughs> hey, that's where the money is, though. Hey, it works. And actually, my apartments are right on the um, back end of my trailer. So I live in my apartment building, and then my trailer is right in the middle, and then there's a clinic right there by my house too <laughs> so walking rob, distance to work rob we are talking to a mogul 
in Hawaii, it sounds like. I know, definitely. <laughs> he, he's got apartments. He's got, so, in other words, Rob, we have got a place to stay when we come to Hawaii, is what I'm hearing. We have oh. a place to eat whenever we go there. <laughs> I've been right? invited Rob a few times, I believe, and uh, offered him free food for all his advice to me. So, he's got me. <laughs> I appreciate that for sure, definitely. Well, if I ever go to Hawaii, I'm going to use the uh, cover name of Rob Norton then, is what it sounds like I'm going to do. <laughs> Hey, uh, all on the list as well. So you got one coming. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, how much? How much is milk in Hawaii? A gallon of milk. I've always heard it was outrageous. It is. Um, so if you have like the food card, which most stores you can get it just with the number, but it's about six something on sale. And then if you don't have the card and you just pay, it's like almost nine bucks. Oh really? Oh, it smells. Yeah. It's that crazy. Whole- like milk is. Uh, it's always been one of the highest priced items here that, that, that is and that that's hawaiian dollars or american dollars i don't, I don't nah. know what, what's the currency that uh okay and and like what would uh um i don't know a bottle of mountain dew cost or a 20 ounce mountain dew what, what how much is that it's uh two like 89 wow okay all right all right very Actually much buy the little pepsi sized ones like those so they're about yeah like almost three bucks Okay. All right. Um, do they have a museum set up for the time the Brady Bunch went to Hawaii on that special that they had? And and um, do they? Sure, oh, sorry. No, I was just wondering if they had uh, a special, uh, uh, you know, a museum set up for that. I believe virtually, maybe somewhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey. Uh, all right. So let me ask you this too. I was very curious. We talked a little bit before the show. What what are your thoughts? What are not your thoughts necessarily, but what just what's the vibe there in Hawaii of the things going on here in the United States uh, from last week? I guess you guys call that the mainland, probably. What what's the vibe like that? Uh, what what are your thoughts on those things? Yeah, we uh, they do we do call it the mainland over there. Um, but as of everything happening, I, I kind of think everyone here is in shock in a, in a way I'm assuming about like anyone is and like what's going on. I mean, you do have your certain people who have their voices and opinions that do make it, you know, sounded, but for the most part, I feel like people are keeping to themselves and just kind of like seeing what's going to happen next in a way. And just trying to continue with their normal day life and working and supporting their families. And I don't know, definitely though, people thinking about it, but it's not so much voiced out here. I don't feel like maybe as it as as it is over there right now. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. And and you have uh, let me see. You you sent a picture one time in the chat room of the weather there. I was very jealous. I say the weather. You sent a picture and you had your wife and your kids, uh, and and a very green attire there in the in the yard. It seemed like a lot of trees, a lot of green trees, a lot of plants, a lot of a lot of grass. Is what's the temperature like there right now? Right now it's probably about eighty three. Sun shines out. It's bright and sunny right now. Um sunsets here about like uh seven ish right now. So right now it's like prime, pack the kids up, go down to the beach, have a nice time and then come back for dinner and shower up and lay them to bed. <laughs> Ooh, I'm 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 jealous of that. It's uh, it's dark here. It's uh, thirty. I think twenty-eight degrees right now. Thirty degrees. So I could use some eighty-three and sunny. Come on over. 
Hey, Rob, you, to you, I think you messaged me or some message a couple of us. Uh, just shy. We finished just shy of 100 people for the Baby Bowl Playoff Edition. So that's really good news. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, especially because um, 100 even would have put us at 1,000 donation, 1,000 for the prize pool. And um, so we finished just short of that, although a few people did make a little bit extra donations to push it up to 1,000. We have, we are going to have a thousand dollar donation. All right. So it's it's that was definitely nice. That is nice, and and I know that you said if we actually you, you started saying Wes, if we go over the hundred, well, I'm going to have to open up another league because I only got a hundred. <laughs> I got some maximum capacity for this league is a hundred. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say hundred, hundred. As soon as you hit a hundred in this, you gotta you gotta open up a new one, which is not that big of a deal. It's pretty easy to pretty easy to do. So um, I was just. It, Kind of iffy back and forth if if I wanted to do like say we only got 102 and we had you know 100 in the standings on this one and two in the other one, um, you know just relaying it back and forth and stuff. But um, at the at the end of the day, I was I my wife and I were talking about it and she said you know don't don't turn anyone away. Um, more more people is more donations. So even if you got to open it up, it's it's all good. Yeah, I, I figured that was your problem, not mine. I was just trying to round yeah. people up the best I could. Uh, so that's going to mean our final payout for the champion of the Baby Bowl, the, the first place winner. Not this week, Juan. Overall, you're right now you're sitting in the driver's seat, but overall they're going to get like five hundred bucks or something. Yeah, right. Uh, right, close to it. Four seventy-five is is first place. Second place, two thirty-seven and fifty. Uh, third place, one hundred thirty-three. Fourth place. Forty-seven fifty, fifth place, nineteen bucks, and then each uh, weekly high score gets nine dollars and fifty cents. Okay, all right. Well, Juan, you got nine fifty coming your way. I'm sure that uh, Rob will get that to you because you set the high score this week with a hundred and forty-eight points in the baby bowl. Very good job, my friend. Let's look at all these lineups here, Rob. Uh, not Rob, but uh, Juan, because you and I get an opportunity to take Rob to school. Because <laughs> Rob finished last out of all three of us, just to let you know. All right? I'm always trying to beat Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It, that doesn't happen often. That's why I got to point it out whenever I get a chance to. So <laughs> we'll take it, right? Yeah, yes. I take that. <laughs> hey, one of the things you guys did that was very smart last week was both of you started Lamar Jackson last week. Um, playing him it seemed like a really good idea. And I know whenever we're looking at these baby bowl strategies, especially for the playoffs, it's a little bit different than during the regular season because you're kind of thinking about players who are going to lose. So they kind of get eliminated at the same time. You want to balance that out with getting enough points in order to win a week. I ended up starting Tannehill last week in that same ball game because it was just a big high high scoring game and Juan did you have that thought that maybe Labar was going to lose that game or did oh, you yeah. think I don't care I just want points no no I I thought the Ravens were going to lose so I took the pick as okay I'm going to get the best out of Lamar Jackson in his only game and I just I don't know I kind of been feeling maybe not not really believing all the hype but just looking at him he wasn't the same guy to me and I want I thought yeah if he's going to have a good game he's going to have one now and he won, so, but yeah, I was hoping, I was thinking they're gonna lose. 
Well, I thought, uh, Rob, I thought Tannehill was going to have a much better game than what he had as far as through the air because it just, every, I thought everything was going to set up for that pretty nicely. I thought it was going to be a high scoring game. And if they did get down, it was going to take Derrick Henry out of the matchup and Tannehill would be able to go off that game. But it just didn't happen. And, and boy, Corey Davis just disappeared completely. I, it's like he's packed his bags and he's left Tennessee already. Yeah, that game was really frustrating. Um, I it, it was it was interesting because that game had the highest total on the slate, pretty much um, by far. Really, I mean, I think it was there was only two games on the slate above a fifty, and that one was like at like fifty five or something like that. And it was, I mean, I thought for sure that was going to be a huge shootout. And you know, as you could tell by my lineup, I had a lot of pieces in it. And, um, but with in terms of Lamar, you know, I I was of the mindset. I didn't know who was going to win. I wasn't sure. That was the game that was, I, I really didn't know who was going to win. And I thought, I just thought it was going to be a high scoring game. So I was just thinking I wanted to get pieces of that and uh, let, let the game happen how it may. And then, you know, I'll, I'll at least have some pieces left no matter what moving forward. Yeah, you stuck Henry in there as well, and that was really a disappointment. I I tried to stay away from Derrick Henry in that matchup. I, I just didn't like. It. I didn't I didn't think it was a good one. And it's always scary not to use Derrick Henry. And I think you even laughed about it last week and said, if I use him, he's not going to do anything. If I don't use him, he's going to do everything. So you used him, and he did nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's the type of guy. He, I've he's been so frustrating to me over the course of the past two years, um, both in in this and. Um, I think during the regular season, I used him on a, on a bust week as well. And then um, he, but yeah, he's a, he's a type of guy. He's really frustrating because he doesn't get a ton of pass game involvement. And, you know, like we saw in this game, when it's negative game script, he gets you eight points. And then, you know, if they're leading, he might get 30 carries for 200 yards and two touchdowns. So he's such a volatile player and um, you know, it's it just, I, I was debating back and forth with him all week. And I just kept thinking to myself, well, you know, I, I don't know who's going to win. I think it's going to be high scoring. It's likely in my mind, it was likely that he would be part of that high scoring. And if he moved on, if they won and moved on, then he they he probably did good. So that was a, there was a plus on that end. And if he, as I was thinking, if he doesn't move on, at least I used him and have more options next week. I, I mean, I was hoping for better than eight, though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, but yeah. I had uh, J.D. McKissick. It's there it, it, underneath my 10. It's kind of one of those guys I thought was going to end, end up losing, but he'd get some points and eh, got about 10 points. And, and Wad, you ended up with Cam and Kamara in that lineup, Cam Akers and Alvin Kamara, and both of those guys produced really well. The bad thing is, and I don't know if you're scared about this or not, you just burned both of those running backs going forward. Yeah. I was also <laughs> thinking that the Rams were going to probably lose. Yeah. Um, I took the hit. I was taking Alvin Kamara because I figured the Saints would win. But, okay, I was taking a good running back that would give me high points. And, you know, like I was taking one player away. But, yeah, that, uh, I think I went like 50-50 on my players that won. Or, no, I think some of them won and lost. But I think I went four for three or three for Three for four, I can't. But yeah, yeah. that's a bad one right there. That really, well, man, he was hot. He's gonna be hot more. 
<laughs> yeah, and and I saw that a little bit in the as I was looking it out and planning it out. I was like, ooh, whoever plays Green Bay, I'm going to want that running back. And I, I didn't know who was going to play Green Bay because, to be honest with you, Juan, whenever I look at a playoff thing and this all the different scenarios that can happen about who's going to play who, I ended up throwing up my hands and saying, I don't know. I ended up taking Chubb as one of my guys. Uh, I thought the same thing as Rob with Derrick Henry. If he was going to have a good game, that's what he's going to need to have against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought it'd be a good contrarian pick. And I probably burned him throughout the rest of the year, and he'll probably have huge games. But he was kind of like my go-to. And all three of us ended up with a wise pick, I believe, by using Jonathan Taylor last week as well. We we all three burned him going forward, but he had a decent week. And, Rob, you ended up with old David Montgomery, my guy, uh, against the Saints. And, it, you know, the, the Bears offense just couldn't get things rolling last week. Yeah, that one was another frustrating one because, you know, David Montgomery – had been rolling. I get, I know it was against a lot of really easy matchups, you know, the, you know, the last like month or two, but the thing about it was that even when they were losing games, he was heavily involved in the passing game with Tariq Cohen since Tariq Cohen went down. So my thought on that was I really like that. That was the game I was most confident about that they were going to lose. And so my thought was, well, if they're trailing, he's still involved in the passing game. And that just didn't happen because he didn't even have any catches in this in this game. Um, but my my thought going into it was if he's trailing, he's still going to volume his way to 12 to 15 points. And if they win, it's he probably scored a touchdown and put 20, 20 plus five. Yeah. And we both burned a Rob on that, too. I, I, I wasn't going to use a Allen Robinson. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to use my guy. Allen Robinson for the last <laughs> time in a Bears uniform. That's what I'm going to do because yeah. I knew he was, he, he was going to. I figured they were going to end up losing, and he was no way is he coming back to Chicago right now. No way. You also used AJ Brown uh, on the flip side of that from the Tennessee Titans, and and you got him out of the way. And I ended up with Robert Woods, who won't be able to move on from me at all because I burned him last week, but still a pretty decent game there. And Juan, you you went with Deontay Johnson, and I think Ben Roethlisberger threw his arm out. I mean, I don't know how many pass attempts he had the other night, but that was one of the craziest games, playoff games I had ever seen. I'm so happy for the Cleveland Brown fans, including yourself, Rob, just because yeah. I kind of adopted that team and they went through so much turmoil last week. I was so happy to see them win. You there, Juan? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> um, I wanted to say, uh, so you guys, Robbie had Montgomery, and I actually had Montgomery in. So I set my lineup. I always do my first one on the week, and then come Saturday, I listen to get all my information of the week, and then I make maybe another couple changes. And I had Montgomery in in the beginning, but I switched him for Kamara right at, on that Saturday uh-huh. or Friday. I put I switched him, and I also had a Rob in, which I switched for Deontay Johnson on that that day so i always do that the whole year i've been sticking to my same game plan not trying to switch it up so much but sometimes i i miss big so it doesn't always work well you were the smart guy out of all three of us and you got dk metcalf last week and he had a great game uh for himself against those los angeles rams and that was a really good move on your part yeah i went back and forth between uh uh metcalf and um Man, I'm drawing a brain fart right now. Oh, the other wide receiver there? Yeah. 
Uh, I can't think. Of, he's even on my. He was on my fans team. Sorry, I can't even. No, well, I don't. Yeah, I can't remember right. his name either. What's his name, Rob? I don't remember oh his God. name. Uh, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, well, <laughs> we should all forget who Tyler Lockett is anyway, because I think Russell yeah, Wilson has much. kind of forgot about who Tyler Lockett was. Uh, I think that's DK Metcalf's game, uh, you know, his his wide receiver core going forward. And you don't want to mess with him. That guy got all fired up on the sideline and everything. I was sitting there watching him on the sideline thinking, this guy's reminding me of Dennis Rodman a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely he definitely was. Uh, it was he was a bit fired up, to say the least. Uh, but that was a great move by you, and I loved your pick of Logan Thomas last week as well, uh, Juan. I used Logan Thomas as well. Um, I, I bet you were thinking around the, about the same things that I was about Logan Thomas. Yeah, I was definitely hoping for a little more out of it, but he got enough where it was good. And I was, I was really, I don't know how you were thinking. I was thinking maybe twenty something out of him that, that week, but I don't know. I also thought Alex Smith was gonna. Um, start but i didn't see what had happened before game time i was doing something with my kids at the beach and i missed out on the uh sorry i didn't mean to throw that in there but no but i missed out on it so <laughs> i don't know had i seen that i might have made a switch but i didn't and thankful i didn't no uh, I, I you know we we've noticed throughout the year that tight end was one of those tough positions that ends up being filled uh, that you don't want to fill up too quickly. And and I was like, okay, which tight end of teams are going to lose the quickest, right? And so I was thinking about, and I was thinking Cole Komet or or even Jimmy Graham last week, which probably would have paid off well with that last touchdown catch that he had. Uh, but Logan Thomas was the guy who said, oh, he's going to be, he's a target monster. And uh, it ended up coming through for me. And you ended up using Mark Andrews. You, how, many, how many players did you use from that game, Rob? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I I was extremely high on that game. So, I I played four four of my seven players were from that game. So I had two two Ravens, two Titans, and like I said, I my thought process was I think this is going to be a high scoring game. the 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 total was the highest on the week. Titans games have hit the over on those totals almost every every game all year, and then. I didn't know who was going to win. So I figured no matter what, I'm losing two players and I'm having two players, you know, like two of my players will move on. Two of them will lose. So splitting the difference, getting, getting a big, um, a, a bunch of players in a high scoring game and hoping that it works out. No, I think that was a good strategy. And, and I was, I even told JB at some point, I think on the fantasy magnet podcast that I was going to end up using a lot of players from that game. And I think I only used Tannehill. So I, <laughs> I want to guess when I said, surprisingly enough, I wasn't true to my board. All right. So let me remind everybody real quick here. They are listening to the baby bowl 2020 playoff edition. You can find Rob Norton at zero seven, two, three on Twitter. You can find me at loafing it on Twitter as well. And don't forget to follow the champion right now. The guy in first place, Juan Sayans. I, I, I didn't do it again. Did I Juan? It's it's signs, but it was close. Uh, just like the sign, <laughs> just like a sign, right? Yeah, Juan that's signs. what I tell people. Just like a street sign. Okay, it's all right. It's completely opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And you can find him on Twitter at signs. Oh, uh, oh, ohana, 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 That's S A I S S A E N Z. Ohana. Hey, I always say good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How do you say that in Hawaiian, Juan? Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm not Hawaiian, but I'm not, so I can't claim that. But 
Yeah, I don't know the language. Sorry. No, no, that's cool because I almost, I almost started looking up Hawaiian words to see if I could pronounce them correctly. So I'm glad I didn't. Although I would have sounded very smart because maybe you wouldn't have been able to tell if I could or not. So that would have been all right. Uh, guys, let's look at these games coming forward here this week. All right, and let's look at some baby bowl strategies for everybody. We had a lot of people in there that were new to the game, and it was good to see the new activity in there and to see the different lineups. Rob, I know you kind of get a little insight on that um, before I do anyway, because I don't look at anything until it's all said and done. I always set it and forget it on my fantasy lineups. But that was pretty cool to see all the different people picking different players. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's always, that's always one of the most fascinating things to me is, you know, different people's strategy in terms of – because there's so many ways you can get to, uh, go about it and attack it. And like, like we had mentioned before, you know – you want ideally you want players that are going to put up good games but also lose that way gives you the most options moving forward and like we mentioned before with running backs that's the hardest thing because generally you want a running back on a winning team to get more work so yeah it's definitely it's definitely interesting to see you know everyone's lineups when it's all said and done yeah, I thought about using three wide receivers instead of three running backs last week. Uh, but then I was like, okay, I'm not going to be able to use Taylor again. I'm not going to be able to use McKissick again, and he's kind of a wide receiver. So I just ended up with the three running backs. But all all of us use the three running back system. Uh, man, running backs are going to get scarce. They're going to get scarce in, in this system, Juan. Uh, we talked about t- tight ends, but I, when I was going over the, the running backs, I was going, man, there's not a lot of running backs I want to use this week even. No, that yeah, it's got a. Uh, I think this week my strategy is maybe three tight ends or three wide receivers. I don't know, but <laughs> maybe switch it back and forth to save what I can, you know. And my biggest concern is picking the right games, and the lower we get down, not having a quarterback, you know, like mm-hmm. the uh, use of um, oh, man, I am drawing Lamar. Lamar Lamar Jackson on the first week, like he could make a run and I could be sitting there in the last week with no quarterback to start. <laughs> so oh. you don't know. It's it's tricky. No, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. And I, I was wrestling with the best loser with the biggest loser. Who's going to be the biggest loser on my fantasy, on the baby bowl roster. And I ended up going with Tannehill and yes, he, he gave me the biggest losing quarterback, I think of the week actually. So I picked the right, I picked the wrong one, but it was the right one in my head. It was either him or Mitch Trubisky or Alex Smith. Who was the Rob, who was the Washington quarterback last week? Who was that guy? Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, what in the world? Where did he come from? I know, right? He, he was. Um, I'm. I'm not like super familiar with him, but I know he was in the XFL at one point. Yeah, I was. I got me up out of my chair a couple of different times. I was rooting yeah. for him. It was like oh, it was sure. like he got off of he got off a of Juan's food truck and just went out there and started playing quarterback. I was <laughs> I was cheering for him, and he he still had some eggs Benedict on his hands too. So I, it was really very quite strange to watch him going out there doing such a good job against that defense. All right, this week we got Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers, guys, and actually the Rams are the team with the lowest amount of points from Odd Shark is what I'm looking at. They're only projected for 13 points this week. I can't see that against the Green Bay Packers. I, I, I can almost guarantee you that I'm going to plug Cam Akers into that lineup, but I think that uh, Cooper Cup is going to be out this week, Rob. Yeah, I was going to say, it's. He, I know he's, he's questionable last I had read. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he plays. I do, 
I do uh, like the Cam Akers call, and I have him available. And it's highly likely that I'll have him in there as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of the receivers, I know Cup is he's he's looking looking questionable at best. Yeah, and who do you think Juan will win, win this game? You think the Packers are going to win in Green Bay uh, pretty convincingly? Yeah, I think so, but you never know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I got my Woods left. Uh, you guys got your Acres for sure, and I'm hoping maybe with Cup being down, sliding Woods in there, he might see a little more targets, or I don't know, maybe even Higby. So I, that's those are two good. I feel like passing options, but. Depends on their quarterbacks, too. Yeah, I think I'm going to be holding the Green Bay Packers in my uh, chambers, but my my gun chamber there for the next week. Um, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna burn any Green Bay Packers. I'm pretty confident that they'll win this next game, though. The Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. That one, I guys, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win that game. Right now, the Buffalo Bills are slated for 29 points, and the Baltimore Ravens are slated for 22 points. Juan, can you tell me, can you look in some kind of crystal ball there? Uh, can you do some fire dance or something in Hawaii for me? And, and tell me who's going to end up winning this Baltimore Ravens-Buffalo Bill game? Well, I'm needing the Buffalo Bills to pull it off because I, I need that Josh Allen later on. I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to him. Maybe I'm hoping he takes, you know, on the AFC championship and maybe plugging him in. But if I'm rooting for Buffalo on this one for sure. That's what I'm going for. So I'll do a little dance for you, Wes. I'll do my best, but that's yeah. just you know. <laughs> that, that, you know, I was thinking of you running over some burning hot coals on the beach somewhere is what I was thinking of. That's going to be really strange, guys, if you think about this. In this week, so if, if Buffalo wins and Kansas City wins, then we're going to have to choose who wins that game, Buffalo or Kansas City. Ooh. And then – Let's say it's Tampa Bay and New Orleans, all right? One of those two teams are going to win. And one of those two teams are going to go up, up against the Green Bay Packers the following week. And what if we all choose the wrong quarterbacks the next week? <laughs> oh, man. I, Rob, you just made my heart go pat pat. All right? <laughs> yeah, it's, <clears throat> that's the thing. Um, you know, the quarterback situation and the tight ends, to, tight end to a lesser extent, just because it's not as – they mean your quarterbacks are, you know, scoring a lot of points regularly every week, but the quarterback's position is such a tricky one because like you said, you could, you could play the wrong ones and you could be sitting there come Super Bowl time and you've already played both quarterbacks. So it's, it's, it's really tricky when it comes to the quarterback position, especially in this. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I had a, I had a genius thought last week. Sometimes okay. me walking into the room and being, uh, you know, trying to outsmart the room. Look, guys, this is between you, me, and whoever's listening, okay? So we'll just, we'll just make this our three little secret and whoever else listens. There, there's no way that I'm using a New Orleans Saint quarterback until the Super Bowl week, okay? Because then I have two to choose from. Yeah, uh, that, I mean, that's my strategy. I got two to choose from. And you know Taysom Hill's going to at least get you a couple points unless you want to go with Drew Brees that game. I mean, you can go Drew Brees, I guess, if you want to and burn him. But uh, maybe that's my strategy. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it right <laughs> now, right? You want to use it? You want to use a New Orleans State quarterback? Okay, I, I had it backwards. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, you kind of, yeah. When I first thought about it, I was like, I think you have it backwards because if you, at least, if you use Drew Brees, you still have the chance to use Taysom Hill later on. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I don't know if you, I I uh, 
I kind of came up with a little bit of a strategy for the quarterback position. And oh. since we're since we're since we're sharing strategies here, I'll uh, <clears throat> I'll I'll let mine be known. So my thought last week was to play Lamar, and then because I felt confident in the Bills moving on. So this week, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I don't know who's going to win. I would pick the Bills if I had to, but um, I really don't know who's going to win. So <clears throat> my thought is I want to use Josh Allen, and then. Next week, because I'm pretty confident, I mean, as much as I want my, my Browns to move on, I'm pretty confident they're not going to be able to make it past Mahomes and the Chiefs. So my thought then is next week I can use Mahomes and the Chiefs and then come Super Bowl, no matter which NFC quarterback makes it, I'll at least have that. Yeah, so I, I'm with you. I was narrowing that pool down too. I'm like, all right, just pick them all from one side and then you got the other side no matter what. Right. Right. That's and that's, that's tragic. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a safe way to go. It's the thing is though, you know, I've, I've thought it out and talk, I've talked with a couple different people. It might not be the highest upside. It might not win you the whole thing because obviously the ideal path is to pick the highest score each week. Then also have a, make sure you pick the right ones that don't move on. So that's not going to necessarily be the, the, the uh, way that, my strategy would play out, but it's also the safe the safe way to guarantee yourself a quarterback and come Super Bowl time. Yep, and that that is good strategy, right, Juan? I agree with that one totally. Uh, <laughs> I but I this week it's hard on the games because the Browns and Chiefs. I'm really a toss up there with Rob too. I'm like, I think the Chiefs are going to win it, but after watching the Browns last week, like it could happen, and I could burn them or not burn them and that's what that's the weirdest thing is you don't know who's going to really lose or win and you could lose a guy that you were planning on to be next round or the round after and it's gone all of a sudden so it's definitely awesome and change it up so (laughs) i think we can definitely use some of those browns this week one uh like like rob said i don't know that they're going to have the firepower to be able to beat those kansas city chiefs this week so i think that uh, we can look at the cleveland browns as being a pretty safe play my only thought is maybe it's a down game for them after winning basically the first playoff game in forever especially against a rival like the pittsburgh steelers last week yeah i uh I'm using some Browns players this week for sure. I don't blame you. I would have to put both of those <laughs> running backs in there and that quarterback and maybe even a Jarvis Landry or two, you know? <laughs> hey, yeah, the Tampa Bay it. Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints is the last game. Uh, the Chiefs, by the way, have got the highest point total of 32 uh, points going into this Sunday matchup. I want to say they play on Sunday. I can't tell right now. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints are the other matchup this week. And Rob, with this one, this is the, have you guys seen the little photo going around from the history channel? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a, that was a good one. I don't know what Tom Brady's uh, affiliation with that is, but he sure did seem to enjoy it. I got to look yeah, that up. He, yeah. He, I saw, I saw Brady share it and get a good laugh out of it. Yeah, I don't know if Drew Brees is on Twitter. I don't I don't know if he tweets a lot. It was a picture one, uh, and it had the History Channel logo right in the middle of it. 
and it said, I don't remember what the caption was, like if this was uh, what year it was that they were taking this picture of and photo of, but it was a picture of Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Both of them had gray beards, and Drew Brees had no hair, and it just—it was a picture of both of them as quarterbacks still active in whatever year it was, like 2041 or something like that in a playoff matchup. So it, it, it was it was it was quite fun looking. It was interesting. But in this game, Rob, do you have a clear cut definite a definite winner in the Tampa Bay or New Orleans side? Yeah, see, this is another one kind of like the the um, Ravens Bills where I don't know who to <clears throat> who to win. Um, I have a lean where I'm thinking I'm thinking the Saints win, um, but I never. As much as I don't like Tom Brady, I never like to choose against him and come playoff time. So it's always a dangerous thing to do. So you know, I, I this is another one where. I, it's it's a, should be a really good game. Should be a close game. Um, I think the Saints are going to win, but at the same time, I I don't really know. So I I don't have a problem using players from either side on this one. Ooh, well, who let's see who would have do do the Saints have playoff advantage there in the entire round? Are they going to? Do they have to go to Green Bay? Yeah, they. I was just say they they would have to go to if if the Saints and Green Bay both win then they have to go to Green Bay so um, so for for me at least um, I really like I, I I will say I really like Michael Thomas this week um, I always like playing Michael Thomas at home in in the dome better than away as is just a, you know playing in a dome increases um, passing game as as it is so. You have that factor, and then plus they're playing against Tampa Bay, who they've been banged up in the secondary, and they're they're more of a pass funnel where they they allow a lot more through the air than than on the ground. So, um, yeah, Michael Thomas, I think, is a really strong play from from that side this week. No shot, Juan. No shot. Do, does New Orleans have it winning in two weeks if they make it past the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? In Green Bay, is there? Uh, I don't think they're gonna make it this week. That's just okay. my that's my thoughts on it. Sorry, Rob. I don't. Agree. No, no, that's it's. I think it's close. So it's. It is. I, I totally understand. You gotta take a pick, though, right? Like that's what you gotta do. You gotta pick one of them. And my pick on this one is the Bucks. I think, like, I agree with Tom or uh, Rob about how Tom in the playoffs. You know, he can be hot. Um, I'm hoping on saving him for next week, possibly. And I, Michael Thomas is a play for me too this week. I agree with that. That's it's going to be a good game, I think. I'm I'm looking at playing a lot of Saints this week because even if they do end up winning, uh, which I don't know that they will, because I do like what you guys are saying at uh, Tampa Bay and in a controlled environment as well. Uh, there's no way that they're going to win in Green Bay. Uh, so I would want to be able. I don't know. If that means I want to take Tampa Bay. Oh my! I got dizzy. I got to All right. I'm going to have to play this. I'm going to have to map this out later. Hey, guys, great show. Uh, Juan, it is a pleasure talking to you all the way from Hawaii. I thank you so much for participating in the Baby Bowl all year long. And I know Rob uh, wants to say thank you as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, Juan's, Juan's been great all year. He's been active. Um, like he mentioned before, he'll he'll message me and, you know, ask questions and, you know, 
he 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 thinks I help him more than more than I really do. It just gives him the confidence to make the decision he was really gonna gonna make as as is. So you know he does a great job, and I always enjoy you know talking with him and our our talks all the time. So you know, thank you for being a part of it, and I appreciate it. Hey, I want to thank both of you guys personally, just putting the baby bowl on, and like it's just made me become a better player. Like I don't consider myself the greatest fantasy player, but I like to play it, and it's fun. And the Baby Bowl edition, it's, it's an honor to be on here. And I took a first place win, and I think I'm, I'm happy with that. And thank you guys, though. Really appreciate it. That's no problem, Juan. Juan Signs on Twitter, at Signs Ohana on Twitter. Very good. And, and Juan, we appreciate you very much, my friend. And uh, we also want to say hi to all the little Juans there in Hawaii and Juan's yeah. wife as well. I got my wife, Noel, uh, my son, Cadence, and my three daughters, Navea, Hanaya, and Mila. Oh, and my dog Salvatore too. I might as well say what's up to him. <laughs> Salvatore, <laughs> Salvatore. Yeah. He's coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Juan, you take care over there. And Rob, I appreciate you very much as well. And Rob is happy to answer all those questions on Twitter at 0723, at Norton0723 on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. You can follow me as well at Loafinit. And you can head over to Anchor FM. You can follow the show there as well. Well, on any platform that you like to listen to the podcast on, you can find it there. If it happens to be on the iTunes app, please leave a review. Please slap those stars around. But more importantly than all those other actions, Fit Family, we want to encourage you to go out into the world and make a positive impact in somebody's life today. 